Hi, and welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. Stopping by to say hi. A lot has happened in the past week. Number one being, Putin has lost his fucking mind and decided to invade Ukraine. And that's exactly what that is. This is an invasion. Putin thinks that bringing back the old Soviet Union and the old ways of the world is probably the best way to do it. So everything that he lost after the 1994, after the Soviet Union disbanded and all those little mini countries became their own sovereign nations, Putin's like, you know what? I want that shit back. Sure, it's called the Russian Federation, but in all actuality, it's the Soviet fucking Union. Because there are people in the streets of Moscow that are against this fucking war. They have families in Ukraine, and they're being detained, they're being arrested, they're being beaten in the street. Putin has slowly but surely taken back territories such as Crimea and Belarus and shit like that. And he did that under the presidents of George Bush, Obama, and now Biden. If he takes Ukraine, notice any presidents that are missing? Yeah, I thought so. You know why? Because Trump pretty much told Putin, if you try anything, I will turn Moscow into a parking lot. And Trump is as egotistical as he is, as conceited as he is. He is unpredictable as shit. And Putin knew that. So nothing happened under Trump's watch. So it's been a couple of days now since Putin invaded and uh, people are dying. Innocents are dying, schools are being hit, residential buildings are being hit, orphanages are being hit. And apparently the United States and its allies are, we're we're just supposed to sit back and just let this happen because it's Ukraine. We don't have any defense agreements with Ukraine. It's not our problem. That's a horrible mindset to have. And to all the news reporters out there that are saying, oh, well, it's just Ukraine. It's nothing to worry about. It's not our problem. But you want to keep our borders wide open in the south? Yeah, that's a problem, but you don't want to talk about that one either. And believe it or not, Ukraine is a problem. We are seeing the rise of the Soviet Empire all over again. But because Ukraine is not part of NATO, it's not our fucking problem. But we're loading up everything on the outskirts of Ukraine, on our bordering countries like Hungary, Turkey, and Poland, and we're protecting them for sure. Even though Ukraine wanted to be part of NATO... You know, Putin was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm going to take it back. This is what happens when you have other countries like Belarus, Crimea, Chechnya that are all puppets to Putin. And they do exactly what the Russian administration wants them to do. But you got Ukraine over here like, yeah, fuck you. We're a democracy. We believe in freedom. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. And even though Ukraine is completely outgunned, you know, they're putting up a hell of a fight. Vladimir... Stalinsky is the president's name of Ukraine. He is in Ukraine. He's armed to the teeth. They're freaking giving weapons to people that want to fight. If you want to go to Ukraine and fight for Ukraine, they will arm you. Just go to your local school in Ukraine and grab a freaking rifle and fight the fucking Russians. How fucking old school but badass is that? Putin and his fucking propaganda fucking machine is sitting there like, oh, I want to denazify Ukraine. I want to take the neo-Nazi fascists out of Ukraine. Yeah, that sounds good to the propaganda media that you're telling to Russia. But in all actuality, the president of Ukraine is a Jew. If you don't know why that matters, then congratulations, you are an idiot. Putin is a warmongering tyrant that doesn't deserve 
fucking anything. And we're just sitting here, sitting on our hands. Oh, we're going to get them with sanctions. We're going to hit them with all these sanctions. And we're going to go after their banks and their economy. First of all, their economy is already shit. The economy of NATO combined is 10 times that of Russia. So why is Russia's military so much bigger than NATO's? That's kind of weird. NATO was created to defend the European nations against the Soviet Union. Ukraine wants to be part of NATO. Who gives a fuck about the financial dotting your T's and crossing your I's? Or I said that backwards, but, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's and all the paperwork and all the financials and all the agreements and all the fucking contracts that have to be signed. If they want protection from NATO, we should offer it. But no, we're going to sanction this and we're going to sanction that and we're not going to do any fucking sanctions that do anything. You don't think Putin saw this coming? You you don't think he saw what happened in Afghanistan and was like, okay, they're going to hit me with sanctions. whoop the fucking do The only way to stop a fucking animal that is Vladimir Putin is with force. You can't just sit there and be like, well, I'm going to tell my friends and my friends are not going to be... You're not going to be popular anymore and we're going to stop your Nord Stream 2 pipeline and we're going to do this and you're not going to be able to blah, 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 blah. You know what China did? China was like, okay, well, if uh, NATO's not going to help you, then we will. We're going to buy your coal. We're going to buy your gas. Joe Biden was asked. He was like, hey, did you talk to China about, you know, isolating Russia? And Biden said, yeah, I can't I can't speak on that right now. You know why? Because he did call China and China pretty much told him to fuck off and then bought a whole bunch of freaking goods and resources and energy from Russia and told Moscow that Biden wanted China to isolate them. So now you got China and Russia teaming up. That's not good. China's just biting its fucking bit right now, waiting to see what happens so they could take Taiwan whenever the fuck they want. Because if the West isn't going to put up a front, then they're fucked. Russia could take Ukraine. China could take Taiwan. Your sanctions aren't going to do shit. And by the way, your sanctions aren't even on Russia's energy. They're they're sending freaking coal and energy all over the place. America is still buying oil from Russia. We have more sanctions on our own energy and our own oil distribution than we do on Russia. So again, these sanctions aren't going to do shit. However, that's not going to stop Ukraine because Ukraine's sitting there like, we're going to fight, we're going to fight tooth and nail, we're going to fight them in the bunkers, we're going to fight them in our buildings, we're going to fight them in the streets. There are stories all over the place of how heroic these freaking Ukrainians are fighting for their freedom that we should be defending. There's an island off the coast of Ukraine called Snake Island, and a Russian warship came up to that island, and there were 13 Ukrainian troops and guardsmen on there. And they're like, lay down your arms and surrender. Um, We are a Russian warship. Um, Surrender now or be fired upon. And the Ukrainians literally responded, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. And then they were bombed, and now they're dead. That is badass. That's a story that will live forever in Ukrainian lore, as far as I'm concerned. There's also a story of an old woman that went up to a Russian soldier and gave the Russian soldier sunflower seeds. And this Russian soldier was like, what is this for? And she said, when you die on Ukrainian soil, I want to go visit the place where your body lies, where all the sunflowers grow from your fucking corpse. How badass is that? The Ukrainian freedom mindset 
reminds me of the American mindset before it went got all woke and cancel culture and shit. The only thing America wants to focus on now is, oh, we have a black, you know, female Supreme Court justice who's as far left as freaking possible. Pay no attention to fucking Ukraine, even though we should be paying attention to Ukraine, because in 1994, the Budapest Memorandum on Security Assurances is a political fucking agreement signed in Budapest, Hungary, on uh, the 5th of December, 1994, providing security assurances by its signatories, Great Britain, America, and Russia, relating to Ukraine's ascension to the Treaty of the non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. Pretty much it was like, hey, Ukraine, um, here we're going to protect you and we're going to give you security assurances, but you have to give up your nuclear arms. So so it like the United States and Russia reached the agreement in 1994 and Great Britain, known as the Budapest Memorandum, on the security assurances by which Ukraine would turn over its nukes in exchange for those security assurances. And now we're just sitting here watching Ukraine get attacked and bombed, they don't have tanks. They don't have air support. And we're just sitting on the outskirts, just be like, okay, do whatever you want to Ukraine, but you're not coming over here into Poland. If there is a country that requests peace and freedom and democracy, we should defend that. But we are not. Because the West is sitting over here like, okay, we're not going to get involved. This is Russia and Ukraine. We don't want to make it international. We don't want a nuclear war. That's why the Americans aren't in Ukraine. Because if Americans start fighting Russians, then it becomes a nuclear fucking problem. If Ukraine still had its nuclear arms, Russia wouldn't have the balls to do what they're doing right now. But because we took them away in 1994 and promised them security, now Russia could just walk all over it, just like it did in Belarus, just like it did in Crimea. But here's the kicker, the delinquents, because I love you and you love me. Here's the news. Ready? This is becoming international. Let me tell you why. Chechnya is getting involved. Now, Chechnya is just another fucking pawn puppet of Putin, but that's a separate fucking country. And the Chechens are sending death squads to Ukraine on behalf of Putin. News reports say that forces from the Chechen military have departed for Ukraine to fight and or capture government officials in Kiev, as it is being claimed. The London Daily adds each soldier was reportedly given a special deck of cards with Ukrainian officials' photos and descriptions on them, a Moscow Telegram channel with links to the security establishment reported. So these fucking Chechen hunter squads, right? They're hunting, hunting people. They have a deck of cards. Be like, find these people, kill them, capture them. These Chechen soldiers are known as death squads, by the way. This isn't fucking good. Now it is becoming international, even though it's Chechnya. But there's also this news. A Japanese commercial cargo ship was hit by a Russian missile in the Black Sea off the Ukrainian coast. This is how it's becoming international. And another, in more turmoil to the global trade of commerce, right? As Russia and Ukraine war intensify... A Japanese-owned cargo freighter was shelled in the Black Sea south of Ukraine, critically injuring one crew member on board. The Ukrainian Defense Ministry announced that Panama-registered freighter Namura Queen was caught ablaze after a missile hit the Japanese vessel at the port of Odessa while it was loading grains. Commerce should not stop, right? Because, you know, Ukraine is 
the number four purveyor of uh, wheat in the world. They have a lot of natural resources. They have a, not, a lot of oil deposits and natural gas. This is what Russia wants. This is what Putin wants. Putin wants this back. And apparently attacking a Japanese cargo ship with a crew of Filipinos on it is not a problem for fucking Russia. Well, now it's an international fucking problem. You can't attack a cargo ship. It's a cargo ship. It's not a warship. It's not armed. Anybody with a fucking half a brain cell could tell the difference between a cargo ship and a warship. This was a Japanese ship that wasn't involved in the Ukrainian-Russian conflict at all. And now it was set on fire by a Russian goddamn missile and possibly one member, crew member, is dead. Ukraine is putting up a hell of a fucking fight, but children are reported dead as Zelensky vows to fight. Pentagon warns Russia ramping up. Apparently, Europe is close to devastating fucking sanctions on Russia, but Germany is wavering. You know why Germany is wavering? Because a third of their energy comes from Russia. But you know who could take care of that? America. We have more sanctions on our own oil and gas than we put on fucking Russia. We can help Europe fight Russia. We could deal with... The, you don't want Russian gas. You want to sanction their gas. You want to san- sanction their coal. You want to san- sanction all their energy. American could do it. We got to open up our fucking pipelines up. We could supply Europe with what they need. We are self-sufficient, but we have more su- sanctions on our own shit. You think fucking Biden's going to open up the reservoirs again and open up the pipelines again and the refineries again to help out Europe? Fuck no, he won't. He won't. You know why? Because of Greenpeace. Hey, Greenpeace, motherfuckers. You tree-hugging idiots out there. What do you think is better? Sucking it up to stop Russia right now or hugging some fucking trees? What do you think is worse for the climate? Residential buildings and children dying or residential buildings being set on fire and going into the goddamn ozone? Or the fact that, you know, America is not going to make gas anymore because you need electric cars because meh. America is a beacon of freedom. America is self-sufficient. America could do a lot more than it's doing, but our president is a fuckstick of a human being. All we have to do is show face. You know what? All we have to do, really, is take the airspace. All we have to do is monitor the fucking airspace. Can we just secure the airspace over Ukraine and keep this shit on the fucking ground? Because if we did that, it would be over. Russia would fucking retreat. Ukraine would still be a sovereign fucking nation. Putin is pissed off because Ukraine hasn't been fucking taken yet. Russian troops are underfunded. Their equipment is fucking subpar, according to reports. And they're not going to take Ukraine easily. And even if they do take Ukraine, you're not going to be able to hold Ukraine. America and the Western world could stop this right now. NATO could stop this right now. We could save lives. We could save children. We could provide power and energy to Europe if America wanted to. But we're afraid of Putin because he has nuclear arms? Who gives a fucking shit? This all stemmed from Afghanistan, and now Russia's doing exactly what it's doing. Never would have happened under Trump, and China's in the fucking wings. Iran's in the wings. North Korea's in the wings. So, delinquents, because I love you, and you love me, I will keep you fucking posted the best I can, but the American spirit and freedom lives on in the Ukrainian people right now more than it lives on in us and that's the sad fucking reality and i will see you guys next time bye